Welcome to the Connect with Christ Project. Today's daily Bible study will be looking at Genesis chapter 6. Genesis chapter 6. Now it came about when mankind began to multiply on the face of the land, and daughters were born to them, that the sons of God saw that the daughters of mankind were beautiful, and they took wives for themselves, whoever they chose. Then the Lord said, My spirit will not remain with man forever, because he is also flesh. Nevertheless, his days shall be one hundred twenty years. The Nephilim were on the earth in those days, and also afterward, when the sons of God came in to the daughters of mankind, and they bore children to them. Those were the mighty men who were of old, men of renown. Then the Lord saw that the wickedness of mankind was great on the earth, and that every intent of the thoughts of their hearts was only evil continually. So the Lord was sorry that he had made mankind on the earth, and he was grieved in his heart. Then the Lord said, I will wipe out mankind who I have created from the face of the land, mankind and animals as well, the crawling things and the birds of the sky, for I am sorry that I have made them. But Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord. These are the records of the generation of Noah. Noah was a righteous man, blameless in his generation. Noah walked with God, and Noah fathered three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Now the earth was corrupt in the sight of God, and the earth was filled with violence. And God looked on the earth, and behold, it was corrupt, for humanity had corrupted its way upon the earth. Then God said to Noah, The end of humanity has come before me, for the earth is filled with violence because of people. And behold, I am about to destroy them with the earth. Make for yourself an ark of gopher wood. You shall make the ark with compartments and cover it inside and out with pitch. This is how you shall make it. The length of the ark shall be 300 cubits, its width 50 cubits, its height 30 cubits. You shall make a window for the ark and finish it to a cubit from the top and put the door of the ark on the side. You shall make it with lower, second, and third decks. Now behold, I myself am bringing the flood of water upon the earth to destroy all flesh in which there is the breath of life. From under heaven, everything that is on the earth shall perish, but I will establish my covenant with you, and you shall enter the ark, you, your sons, your wife, and your sons' wives with you. And of every living thing of all flesh, you shall bring two of every kind into the ark to keep them alive with you. They shall be male and female of the birds according to their kind, and of the animals according to their kind, of every crawling thing of the ground according to its kind. Two of every kind will come to you to keep them alive. As for you, take for yourself some of every food that is edible, and gather it to yourself, and it shall be food for you and them. So Noah did all these things according to everything that God has commanded him. So he did. In Matthew chapter 24, Christ speaks about the coming judgment of the world. In doing so, he drops a very interesting line that will be the subject of the study today. But as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be.
I want to welcome you to the Connect with Christ Bible Study, where we take a chapter of Scripture and explore parts of it for a deeper understanding. Today we will be looking at Genesis chapter 6. I do not believe it was idle talk when Christ said that judgment would come when the days would be like the days of Noah. When we look at Genesis chapter 6, we get a quick and clear view of a world that has become corrupt. I know many people are teaching right now about how the like the days of Noah is a reference to verses 2 through 4, the sexual sin between the sons of God and the daughters of Ben, and the Nephilim that were spawned as consequence. This is not what I will be focusing on because I see a more important connection in our current day to what was happening in those days of Noah. And I see it in starting in verse 5. Then the Lord saw that the wickedness of mankind was great on the earth, and that every intent of the thoughts of their heart was only evil continually. And then verse 11. Now the earth was corrupt in the sight of God, and the earth was filled with violence. We saw in chapter 4 that the earth cries out to God when blood is spilled. We also saw that the descendants of Adam began to call out to the Lord. Undoubtedly, this created an unholy chorus of voices being brought before God. Man calling on God for wickedness, and the earth crying out to God because of the violence. How heartbreaking this must have become. Man had become corrupted. Their hearts were on evil continually. The creation that God longed for fellowship with had no desire to be in fellowship with him. They pursued their own desires, their own lusts, and forsook their maker. What is a heart that continually seeks evil? The easiest way to explain it would be to take the inverse of the Ten Commandments. People made their own gods or began to worship themselves as God. They would kill or steal in accordance to what they wanted. Injustice is considered in Scripture as evil, so we can assume there was no honor and plenty of lawlessness. Gossip, slander, and lies are probably all commonplace, people saying whatever they wanted to make themselves feel better or to tear others down. Envy, jealousy, covetousness were motivating emotions instead of love and compassion and contentment. If you're like me, even as I'm describing this to you, you might be relating to it saying it sounds a lot like where we are now. All I have to do is turn on the radio and listen to the music from the top 10 music chart, and I can hear all the same motivations. I hear, I can kill my ex because I'm jealous of his new relationship. There's multiple songs about meeting for the first time and then sleeping together, not because of love or relationship, but because of lust. Because the person's so sexy. And even a song that straight up admits, I should not be left to my own devices. They come with price and vices. I end up in crisis. Did you hear my covert narcissism I disguised as altruism? We live in a world that readily admits that our motives are not honest or honorable. We put ourselves, our emotions, and our hungers first, above all things. Our minds are filled with temptation and evil. And in turn, we have churches and Christians that are teaching to pray for more money, more fame, more ways to be sexually active, literally praying, asking God to help us commit sin. Then when we realize this, 
We live in a world that criticizes the desire to escape. Recently, a former news personality had a text leaked where he was admitting that he watched a video of someone that supports an opposing political view get beaten. As he watched it, he felt a feeling in him rising up in support for the violence. But then he stopped. He recognized that he should not be in support of violence at all. That he should have had a heart of Christ that is compassionate. When this message was leaked, the former broadcaster was attacked first for his desire for violence, then for being a hypocrite for not wanting his side to win at all costs. This world would promote evil at all turns, and it encourages it. Even when we're trying to get a clear perspective, imagine being upset with someone because they didn't want someone to be beaten. Is that the heart of God? Or is that a heart that's corrupt? This is where we are today. We live in a world that would teach us to raise ourselves before God, to pursue that which makes us feel good over that which does good. My truth over the truth. And all around us, we see a world devolving into violence. From the small act of the knockout game, to the videos of World Star, to the TV glorification, mafias, and drug cartels. We live in a corrupt world where we cry out to God prayers that are evil to satisfy desires that are evil, and our prayers join with a planet that has seen enough bloodshed and violence that it too is crying out. Please join me as I close this lesson in prayer. Lord God, I know that as I live in the world, I am not blameless. Thank you for the truth that is Christ Jesus and the sacrifice that he gave for all. I ask today not just for forgiveness, but also for open eyes that I can recognize my sin, bring it before your throne, and be made new. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen.